0: The Book of Psalms, chapter 1, verses 1 through 2, followed by the Exposition by Charles Spurgeon. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. Blessed! See how this Book of Psalms opens with a benediction, even as did the famous Sermon of Our Lord upon the Mount. The word translated blessed is a very expressive one. The original word is plural, and it is a controverted matter, whether it is an adjective or a substantive. Hence we may learn the multiplicity of the blessings, which shall rest upon the man whom God hath justified, and the perfection and greatness of the blessedness he shall enjoy. We might read it, O the blessedness, and we may well regard it as a joyful acclamation of the gracious man's felicity. May this benediction rest upon us. Here the gracious man is described both negatively in verse 1 and positively in verse 2. He is a man who does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly. He takes wiser counsel and walks in the commandments of the Lord his God. To him the ways of piety are paths of peace and pleasantness. His footsteps are ordered by the word of God and not by the cunning and wicked devices of carnal men. It is a rich sign of inward grace when the outward walk is changed and when ungodliness is put far from our actions. Note next, he standeth not in the way of sinners. His company is of a choicer sort than it was. Although a sinner himself, he is now a blood-washed sinner, quickened by the Holy Spirit and renewed in heart. Standing by the rich grace of God in the congregation of the righteous, he dares not herd with the multitude that do evil. Again it is said, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. He finds no rest in the atheist's scoffings. Let others make a mockery of sin, of eternity, of hell and heaven, and of the eternal God. This man has learned better philosophy than that of the infidel, and has too much sense of God's presence to endure to hear his name blasphemed. The seat of the scorner may be very lofty, but it is very near to the gate of hell. Let us flee from it, for it shall soon be empty, and destruction shall swallow up the man who sits there. Mark the gradation in the first verse. He walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scornful. When men are living in sin, they go from bad to worse. At first, they merely walk in the counsel of the careless and ungodly, those who forget God. The evil is rather practical than habitual, but after that they become habituated to evil. And they stand in the way of open sinners who willfully violate God's commandments, and if let alone, they go one step further, and become themselves pestilent teachers and tempters of others, and thus they sit in the seat of the scornful. They have taken their degree in vice, and as true doctors of damnation they are installed, and are looked up to by others as masters in Belial. But the blessed man The man to whom all the blessings of God belong can hold no communion with such characters as these. He keeps himself pure from these lepers. He puts away evil things from him as garments spotted by the flesh. He comes out from among the wicked and goes without the camp, bearing the reproach of Christ. O for grace to be thus separate from sinners! And now mark his positive character. His delight is in the law of the Lord. He is not under the law as a curse and condemnation, but he is in it. And he delights to be in it as his rule of life. He delights moreover to meditate in it, to read it by day and think upon it by night. He takes a text and carries it with him all day long, and in the night watches. When sleep forsakes his eyelids, he muses upon the word of God. In the day of his prosperity, he sings psalms out of the word of God, and in the night of his affliction, he comforts himself with promises out of the same book. The law of the Lord is the daily bread of the true believer. And yet, in David's day, how small was the volume of inspiration! For they had scarcely anything save the first five books of Moses. How much more, then, should we prize the whole written word which is our privilege to have in all our houses? But alas, what ill treatment is given to this angel from heaven? We are not all Berean searchers of the scriptures. How few among us can lay claim to the benediction of the text. Perhaps some of you can claim a sort of negative purity, because you do not walk in the way of the ungodly. But let me ask you, is your delight in the law of God? Do you study God's word? Do you make it the man of your right hand, your best companion, your hourly guide? If not, this blessing does not belong to you. But if this is true of you, if your delight is in the law of the Lord, then this blessing is yours.